Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. All right, ladies, gentlemen, friends, family, followers, Red X prospecting community. I'm Justin Zimmerman back with another episode, daily episode of the Stability and Opportunity podcast. We have, of course, the amazing Mike Gerard back with us. Everybody, give him a round of applause. If you haven't seen his podcast, the one we did a couple of months ago, it's great to see him again. He's got a fantastic story. He's such a genuine guy. Uh, he's one of the top real estate agents on social and if we look at the world right now, right now, social is the place where we are making a huge impact. And so we brought him on, brought him back today to tell his story about how he went from prospecting, door knocking, cold calling to becoming the social media master he is. And so you're going to hear that you can know things that you need to know, say and do in today's market. And that's the point of every one of these shows. We're trying to help you have a place to show up have a place to find some stability and accountability. Uh, right now I know, and I took this for granted because every day I'm on here with new people, people like Mike, talking with our wonderful audience. Welcome back, Pat. Welcome back, Roger, Eloise. We have fans showing up um, that a lot of people are stuck in a place right now where they're looking at the same wall, watching paint dry, and they need something fresh and new and energizing. And so we're here with Mike to bring up the energy to bring you great ideas so you can stay busy and productive during these challenging times. So Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, man. I'm really excited. It's been, you know, it's this entire situation is, you know, while unfortunate has provided a wealth of opportunity. So I'm honestly, I'm really excited at the opportunity that we have at hand as real estate agents to get creative, you know, leverage innovative strategies and to be able to share that today is going to be a pretty fun journey, I think. Yeah. So uh, tell us where you are in the world. It's a beautiful scene of uh, landscape behind you. What is that? Where is that? Yeah, we're in uh, Calgary, Alberta. It's beautiful. It's uh, today's the first day in the positive temperatures. So life is good, even though we're stuck in quarantine. But uh, yeah, up here in, in the northern neighbors. Yeah, well, we love and miss you already. Um, let's talk about a couple of things. Let's get into some housekeeping right now for everybody watching. If you're a customer, just want to guys let you know that if you haven't yet taken your customer orientation webinar, please go into your Gmail or wherever you get your email and uh, look up your welcome email. Attend that webinar so that way you can get the most out of our products and services because the things that we talk about today, if you don't have that basic fundamental stuff done, it's going to be hard to leverage all that stuff. Also, if you're not already on the list to receive the daily email updates when we put out new shows, the reminders, please go to the redx.com forward slash blog. Wait for the pop up put your email in there. You're going to get all the updates. In fact, it's in production right now. I just talked to Tyler Lee. What up, Tyler Lee? He's our video producer. He's working on the script video that we've been talking about that's taking every single one of these episodes, finding the scripts that are being used right now and putting them all in one place so that way you have access to them. So be on that list to get that. You've already signed up for it. Don't have to sign up for it again. So just letting you know that. Also, this is a participatory event. This is not just watch and listen, Mike and I talk and catch up and talk about cool stuff. If you have questions, look inside the chat box, say hi, let us know where you're from, ask questions. We'll stop, we'll slow down, we'll let you in on that. And so uh, one of the first things, Mike, I'm gonna put you a little bit on the spot, but I know you're a smart dude. Um, 
quote for the day, I like to start off with some positivity. And so if there's a quote that's been rolling around in your head, that's kind of meaningful to you in this moment, if you could share that quote and why it's meaningful, bust it on out. So I'm going to bust some trusty little device over here and look at the quote I posted on Instagram yesterday, which absolutely blew up and kind of went a little bit viral. Um, but it says that being lazy is disrespectful to the people who believe in you. Mm. And I think that's the reason why people were sharing. I had hundreds of people sharing this, big influencers with millions of followers sharing this. Um, and reason is, is because right now there's a lot of people that are struggling with motivation. There's a lot of people that are struggling to be productive and feeling like, you know, all hope is lost. And just realize that even at times where you feel like that, you need to realize that there's family, friends, significant others, relatives, business partners that believe in you. Um, and you're doing a disservice to them by letting this falter you. Love it. Recurring theme has really fallen underneath mindset and leadership in every single one of these episodes. And so I'm so glad you said that because you're a thought leader in the industry and a lot of agents are shut down looking at uh, basically do not work orders and they feel like there's nothing they can do. And so I feel like if you could give first a quick history of Mike Sherrard, the leadership that you've had to pull out of yourself to be the person you are today, I think that's going to be a great story to share. And then I think one of the next steps would be is uh, talking about the tactics. And so give us a, a little recap on the man who is Mike Sherrard. Yeah. So I'll try and give you guys the Coles notes of it. Cause we've got, uh, we've, we've been through a little bit here and there, but you know, for me, I started as an engineer. So I took two degrees in three years back in university. Um, again, nobody thought that that would be possible to take two of the hardest degrees at the same time that were both four year degrees in three years. And we managed to do that. I ended up um, moving across the other side of Canada to become an engineer. Uh, my first year, I went from a new employee to being uh, ranked as one of the top 60,000 employees um, at the company uh, as a new, a new hire and uh, quit two weeks later to get into real estate in the worst market in North America. Um, so within, you know, First 10 months, I really buckled down in real estate. I realized that I was young. I was not from here. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have the parental connections, the friend connections, or you know the popularity that some people do. So I kind of hit the ground running with cold calling and door knocking. Um, and that really allowed me to scale my business because I knew that if I was able to put the boots on the ground or you know pick up the phone and dial, I'd be able to get in front of people every single day, even though I didn't know anybody. Um, you know, but the interesting thing around that time too, is I also realized that there's opportunities with online platforms to scale around the clock and not just when you're putting in and investing in your time. So around that same time, I also, you know, got on Instagram and started learning and becoming proficient with Facebook lead generation. So I, within the first 10 months, again, half of my business came from door knocking and cold calling. The other half came from um, social media, and I was ranked top uh, 30 realtor in the world on social media just 10 months after downloading the app. Um, you know, in 2018, the second year in real estate, the majority of my business came to me th through paid Facebook marketing. Um, and then in 2019, at the top producer level again, 100% of my business came directly to me through social media. I love that graduation plan. I think that's the picture everybody wants. And not that we don't want people to use our products the way that. <laughs> 
you know, keeps them as customers, but we also like the success stories of how people can find a way to launch their businesses, launch their careers. And not everybody takes the same direction you do. Uh, I know there's a lot of skill that's involved in getting that, but I love to paint the picture that you just gave because at the heart of it, most agents are starting off exactly where you did. No friends in an area, no sphere of influence. I know I think Amanda's on here every single day, Amanda Smith. And one of her last step, one of her last uh, questions to us was, I have no sphere of influence. And so what do I do? How do I get going? And I think starting with that and transitioning to where you are, man, that's just that that gives people the hopes and the dreams that uh, we hope people can unlock from our products. And so let's talk right now about um if you were coaching our customers which essentially you are right now or our audience um speaking to the amandas out there because i feel like 90 percent of agents are like amanda 10 percent of the agents uh, 90 percent of the agents want are amanda and want to be like you um let's let's give them some practical tactical ideas scripts conversations and actions that they can take right now and use under these conditions that we all face yeah, that's a big question to unpack. So let's try and break it down step by step. I might need your guidance here to to hone me in on some uh, strategy. But, you know, the big thing to understand is you need to do the fundamentals as a new agent or as an agent that needs to grow. And that's where a lot of people actually fall victim to seeing where I am now and wanting to jump there too quickly without putting in the foundational work. Because for me, I understood and, and I'm a firm believer in delayed gratification. If you look at how I run my business, it's very risky. It's very long game oriented. And it's not the traditional route. And there's a lot of sacrifice that came from doing what I did. Um, it's a great place because my business has been completely unaffected by the entire situation at hand right now because I'm entirely online. But for me, again, I think it's important for new agents or agents that want to grow to dial in their prospecting avenue because that's what's going to allow you to grow. Because if I didn't do the door knocking and I didn't do the cold calling in my first year, that accounted for 50% of my listings in year one and two. So if I waited and waited and waited for social media to somehow work out for me, that I'd be in a very bad place. But that was the stuff that allowed me to build a foundation so that I could invest more time and money into getting creative with the way that I was running my business. So to anybody that's newer watching or feels like they're maybe not doing enough transactions, I strongly urge you to put a heavy focus right now on traditional prospecting to the point where you've got lead flow and income that then you can allocate into more creative avenues like social media. And right now, I think is one of the most incredible times to get onto social media and online marketing for a couple of different reasons. One, the obvious, we're stuck in quarantine, so you're inside anyway. Number two, you have more time. There's a lot of people that when the market's hot and business is good, you really struggle to convince yourself to say, hey, I should go record videos today or make posts today because I'm actually closing deals. But right now you've got an incredible opportunity during the quarantine to batch your content for the next two, four, six months so that whenever things come back, the dust settles and the storm has passed, you've got a full database of content ready to go so that you can pull from that but start focusing back on getting your business back on its feet. Now, another thing to understand right now is that because we're in quarantine, um, the average mobile user's attention on screen time is up 80%. So a lot of people are watching their mobile devices. That does wonders for two things. One, 
Facebook ads because a lot more people are scrolling through their phones and ads are converting at a higher rate. Another good thing with Facebook ads is the bigger companies that are usually saturating the market with expensive budgets are no longer spending. So your $10 a day versus their $100,000 a day is now going a little bit further. And another thing is to understand that right now you've got an incredible opportunity to create video content for platforms like IGTV, Facebook, and YouTube that can help you scale during this time. Um, you know, we can get into an interesting conversation if you want about how I believe right now is not the time to do lead generation, but to be going all in on Facebook ads. And I think that's really important for people to understand is that, yes, well, Facebook ads are great right now. And yes, while well, your budget will go further and attention is high, right now is not the time to do lead generation because it's selfish. There's a lot of people that are in a dire state. They're stressed out. There's a lot going on in their life. And for you to try and capitalize on this to generate leads, I don't necessarily believe from my own perspective that that's the right way to do it. I think the right way to do it, which is why I've got this huge map outside beside me of, of marketing, is I think right now is the time to warm up a cold audience. So the way that I've been helping my clients and the way that I've personally been doing things and coaching people in our mastermind is this is the time to create value added content and to push that out there with video view ads, not going for the ask, but just simply trying to get in front of more people showing that during a time where other agents are backing off, taking a back seat and doing nothing, you're out here providing value on the knowledge that we do know and the information we do know and how that's going to be affecting the market. So I firmly believe every agent right now should be making a video three to five minute long about how the, the pandemic is affecting their market from a buyer, sellers and investors perspective, what they need to know. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't say now's the time to buy because rates are low. Don't say now's the time to sell because you might need to just simply present the information and say, hey, I'm here as a resource for you. I'm going to present the information as it is, good, bad, or ugly, but I want you to reach out if you have any questions and then to push that content out there because on the back end, after all this passes, you'll be able to retarget that audience with lead generation. But the focus right now is to simply provide value. I love that. I love what we're about to get into. And so um, we've got the message, which is what you're talking about, and the medium. And together, what you've got is message and medium, Facebook ads through video content. And I think if we can, what's, what's wrong with this here is let's reverse engineer the message and then work our way to the medium. And so can we spend a little bit more time talking about the message, where to find that information, how to craft it? What do you have? What specifically are the people you're coaching saying on these videos and where are they getting that? Or what are you directing them towards, right? Like National Association of Realtors has a post on this, pull the pendings, right? All the little inputs that then would help an agent essentially create, we don't want to, I don't want to call it a script because that feels very narrow, but at least talking points that then become, again, the medium video, but I want to work our way back to also the telephone being a delivery mechanism for this as well. Yeah, certainly. So for the medium guy, like I'm a firm believer in making it as simple as possible. And I find a lot of people, especially people who want to start leveraging online strategies or social media, they overcomplicate it and turn themselves into a downward spiral. It's very easy, guys. Like at the end of the day, 
we all know the details right now about how 0% mortgages can be leveraged. Go make a video about that. We all know about things like forbearance and deferral payments and how that might affect your clients that are looking to buy right now. There's articles all over Google from very credible, reputable sources detailing this stuff with all of the information you need. And the great thing is, is not a lot of people right now want to read articles. So if you just take an article by a credible source after vetting it yourself and doing some research and turn an article into a video, a lot more people are going to likely watch that video than to sit there and read the article. So it's simply taking content that's already out there in written form and making a video on it for your market and explaining how it affects your market. Another couple of good things. So Video number one, how the pandemic is affecting your market right now. Video number two, how the mortgage um, rules are going to affect the market and what kind of opportunities it might present. Number three, I this is again, I like to do things a bit unconventionally. Number three, every agent I believe should be making a video about positive things happening in their market, right? We actually, I'm working with Racer right now to help him with his content. And what we did is five positive things that are happening in East Texas. So talk about people donating food to the front lines and masks to the front lines. Talk about supporting local businesses. Talk about, you know, food banks and charitable donations and, um, you know, anything positive that is going on. And I think, again, if you at this time in a time of negativity and bad mindsets, if you can be the catalyst to give people hope during a time like this, you're going to win a lot of brownie points in your market as well as inspire some people to potentially take a more positive uh, perspective right now. Yeah, you nailed that with, that is the message, right? Is hope, positivity. And I think by putting yourself in a position where you are consuming that and putting it out there, that positions you as an authority, that positions you as an expert that starts to well, if you do nothing, it doesn't position you as anything. So sitting home right now and worrying about things versus being proactive and becoming a, a positive, active participant in creating the news, not just consuming it, I feel like is the primary tactic, if you want to think about it that way, and where agents can spend their time right now, because people are going to remember how you made them feel, right? They're not going to remember the exact words, but when you show up and you brought their concerns to some new next level that's what they're going to remember and um oh hey honey yeah looking good i forgot to mention at the beginning of the show right now is uh, i bought a bunch of new shirts and ties for everybody uh, i was wearing t-shirts and so i thought i'd bring my game up a little bit so maybe other people can kind of feels good to put on uh, real work clothes right now so thanks for noticing connie but uh anyways back to uh what go back to the message in the medium um I, I love the strategy that you've come up with is you got to go somewhere, you got to get informed, and then you got to put it somewhere. And I know that video doesn't have to be complicated. For some, it is. And we can get a little bit into that second. But I feel like even if you were to go consume that content and, you know, one of the products that a lot of agents that come on this show mentioned that they're using of ours is GeoLeads. You can drop a pin on a neighborhood. You can become the neighborhood mayor. You're not trying to get business. You could just use one of the scripts that are going to be available soon when you're on that email list is, hey, and then take what you're saying, fill in the blank. This is what's happening. I'm here just to bring some good news. Go watch Racer's video at the end of the show yesterday. He's trying to make friends, which I, I love how he said that. We both love Racer. Um, and so if you could, let's adapt right now what you said, the message. 
into maybe what you would say if you were uh, on the phone and calling past clients or calling um, local businesses that you're trying to build a network with on the information that you've discovered? What would that script sound like if you're trying to build your network over the phone right now? Yeah, that's a great question. So let's start first with um, with past clients, past current existing clients. Um, I would have zero script. And that's not the answer that you want to hear. But again, I think right now, this is a time more than ever to be extremely authentic and speak from the heart. I think right now, if you run lead generation, have a sales script, or have any sort of thing that sounds like you it was premeditated, I think that's going to work as a disadvantage and work against you. I literally think right now is a time where you have to call up a past client and say, um, you know, hey, John, I know that right now is a really tough time and there's a lot of ambiguity and volatility in the market. If you didn't hear showings aren't happening, open houses aren't allowed to happen, and there's a lot of turmoil in the real estate market, I honestly just wanted to see if you have any questions or if there's anything that I can do for you. I don't even relate it to real estate because again, as soon as you relate it to real estate, now it's selfish. So I personally believe if right now you're the type of person that, and they can say, hey, I ran out of toilet paper and you need to go drop off toilet paper to them, or hey, actually, I've got this friend that needs something, or you can be the connector of somebody, that's going to win you far more brownie points than trying to do something that's in your own lane. And a lot of people that I work with in the real estate space are doing that and being the master connector right now of people that are in need of something and they as agents who know a lot of people can connect them to that person that's going to help you again become top of mind on a much deeper emotional level than mm -hmm. if you went in with the mentality of hey do you the market sucks do you have any questions about your house no go away i'm struggling i lost my job right and i think right now is the time to have no script speak from the heart go in with it selfless intentions and then that's ultimately going to have a much natural more organic conversation from the business side of things i think this is a great opportunity there's two types of businesses right now ones that are doing okay and are willing to help ones that are very much struggling the ones that are doing okay willing to help call up say you know hey joe's pizza um you know, I just wanted to see if if there's anything we can do right now to collaborate in this tough time. If you're willing to donate some pizzas um, to the frontline workers in the in the healthcare industry, and what we can do to help you do that. Those are the businesses that are doing okay right now and, and surviving. The ones that are struggling say, you know, hey Joe's Pizza. You know, I saw an article out there that you're really struggling right now. I was wondering. If anything we can do if you're using skip the dishes and we can jump on a zoom call for our community right now or facebook live and talk about how we can get more orders to your business i just want to help you get through this time because i love your pizza and i really think that we need to stick together let me know what you think about this idea so you got video you got a place where you're posting it and you're doing that research you've discovered how to be authentic and valuable in this market based on the things that you mentioned, I think you had five kind of solid things that you could create a video uh, content. I don't want to use the word script. I think that was a trigger word here. Sorry. Uh, content, not script, because script has a lot of uh, implications to it. So content, uh, talking points. Uh, what do you think about the idea of agents who are starting to become more comfortable with video? And I think everybody has to 
this point. And again, I want to get to the tactics of creating videos after this, but to start with, for agents, for them to take immediate action at the end of today's video, um, if they were to go look up the sites that you've talked about and uh, essentially just hold a camera up to their face, right? That That's pretty much the rudimentary, as simple as you get version, post it. Uh, the idea of reaching out to their past customers, reaching out to their clients and doing what you said, but then also say, hey, I've made this video for the neighborhood. If you want to talk about local neighborhood stuff or right, any the relevancy, I think we can get it into details, which we don't need to. Um, and then asking them either to send a link or somehow exchange information. So that way you're not asking for anything you're giving, but you're also getting some sort of context. It's like you said, the retargeting opportunity for things later, if you can get someone's email address or at least a click to a site uh, where those videos are, uh, I feel like there, there can be a case made for the, the business side of this. It's not selfish. You know, we're not acting, you know, maliciously against the market, but we're also still in business and want to also know that, you know, behind the scenes, you know, we've put some sort of, you know, uh, as Racer said, this is not about a checking account right now. We're not trying to make draws. This is about 401k and we're trying to make investments. And so if we think about, I love that, by the way, if you didn't see yesterday's episode, that was one of my favorite parts of it. And so what do you think about that idea? And then how would you merge that together with that content and that call to action? Yeah, that's actually what we're doing for all of our clients is, again, we're making new videos on a weekly basis at a bare minimum. So at least one video a week. And that video a week is something that is a pillar video. If they decide to do more than those videos, then that's on them. But we've got one pillar value added video to the marketer community every single week. And from that, we again, post it natively across all platforms, get the link from Facebook, and then send it in the email. Um, because again, I think that's another exciting way to just help them become top of mind and also see and they're going to be very proud of you for zigging while everybody else zags it's like really easy right now for any agent to just send an email um, but to see that you're stepping outside of your comfort zone doing something innovative getting on video um, that's really going to help you and then again like you say you can retarget that so that's the exact strategy that we're using right now with everybody that i'm working with um, and i think it's just something to get in the habit of during the entire quarantine whether it's six weeks six months is to make this a new standard practice of your business. Once a week, pick a day and just consistently provide a new video that provides value or insight to the market um, for your community. So before we get into the tactics of the, the video, which I know you're just gonna blow us away on it, um, I'd like to pause for a second for a couple of questions that have come in. And so if you have questions, pop them right now into the chat, we'll get some of them answered. And so one of the ones I've got in front of me is about text messaging. And so is text messaging at all a part of you or any of your clients' uh, communication medium strategies right now? Yeah, I think text is great. I think exploring the options of where attention is is going to be the most effective. Previously, um, Facebook Messenger was the best because you were able to use things like many chat automations. But once March 4th rolled around and they sort of had to tweak um, the communication that can be had with chatbots. I really think that text, again, really ramped up in terms of its importance. So um, everybody's on this device all day. So if you can get on this device in the most effective way that they're more likely to check, I certainly think. And I also think that text is more personal, right? So even if you've got it on an auto drip or you've got some sort of templated message, I think that's great. Again, 
if you're able to incorporate video by instead of just sending a message saying, hey, just wanted to check in, but you instead flip your phone around and, and make it personal. Because right now is, you know, again, similar to what Racer said, right now is really about getting personal with people and showing that you authentically, deeply care about them. So if you can just add a video text in instead of a text text, um, yeah. then I think that's really going to, again, separate you from the pack and go miles in terms of the long run. Yeah, I love that. And I could also see how at the end of a, a check-in call with your neighborhood, dropping a pin and however you're circle, essentially circle prospecting, but you're not prospecting anymore, circle, circle connecting, um, that you could have those conversations with that neighborhood. People are picking up, like you said, talk about whatever relevant new video that you've created. And, and again, trying to tie it back to that call to action is, you know, hey, I, I've been posting videos on the market or the neighborhood or the local businesses. Would you be okay if I texted you uh, the link to this every week, the, the link of what's going on? And people are going to say no. I think people are also going to say yes. And that could be a way to uh, get permission to text, get that text number and build that rapport that um, would you know, build your database from that angle, that pillar. Well, here's a, a really innovative strategy that you can use. Um, a little golden nugget for everybody listening if you really want to get people information. So a few people that are good friends of mine that are agents in the States have been executing with this strategy and it's worked wonders for their business. What they did is everybody understands that there's community patriotism and people are very proud to be in certain communities that they live in they live in them oftentimes for a reason what they started doing is weekly zoom calls with the members in their community just to check in see how things going is there new cases that have come up is there any people that need help in the community and they just run a weekly open zoom call with everybody in their community the majority of my friends doing this strategy right now have 50 to 100 people in their community dialing in on a weekly basis. And in order to access the call, you need to give them your email. And what's happening is you don't have to say you're an agent. You don't have to say any of this. They're going to look you up and see who you are. But when is the last time you can remember that within a two-week span, you started building weekly deep one-hour connections mm. with 50 to 100 people that are your neighbors in your market in a time of need when you were the one that brought them all together? That, that is a conceptual game changer. Again, there's a couple of words I try not to use too much, crushing it and game changer, but sometimes I can't help myself. Um, what you just spoke to is uh, my mom's in Florida. I'm here in Utah, two-hour time zone difference, many thousands of miles, essentially. And so yesterday was the first night of Passover and religious holidays, right? People are alone right now on Easter. They're going to be alone on probably 4th of July, likely. Right? And so there's a sense of deep need to connect and the inability to do that. And she texted me yesterday saying like her and like five of her friends, my mom's 65 years old, created a Zoom meeting where they all had a virtual dinner together. And so, and so what you're just dropping, and I'm trying to translate it for everyone else in a certain way, is that you could be the connector in your neighborhood or your community or your church or your whatever and find the opportunity to say, hey, I noticed it's probably going to be a lonely blank this year why don't we put together something and you could tie like those naturally occurring events into something that creates community that it's yearning for so like demand for connections high ability low put yourself in between that and that's where that connection happens 100 percent. so that was inspired by you thank you 
You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I think a lot of people feel like all hope is lost and it's really not, right? I know that um, times are tough, but again, piggybacking off of what you just alluded to is um, one of my good friends is a real estate agent in Denver and he has a client whose son is six years old and is a big fan of Marvel. Well, he just had a birthday you know, last week where he wasn't able to have a birthday party. So he sent him a card and a gift with a Marvel card to his client. And again, finding little personal touches like that, that show that you really deeply care and you do remember and you are going the extra mile to make it personal during this time is really going to, again, set you apart um, from the rest. Yeah, I love that. Um, so we went off into some deeper tactics off kind of what I was saying before the messaging side. And um, I'd love to bring it back to um, the agents who are not the most comfortable in front of a video camera or their phone, at least on a personal, uh, on a professional standpoint, some quick action tips that you've learned over the years that will help them start creating videos based on those five or six primary content pieces that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, I love this. I've got videos kind of explaining this on my YouTube channel, but um, there's there's certain strategies that I use in order to get comfortable on camera. I used to be very introverted. I used to be very non, you know, very afraid of the camera. And now I feel at home, I create, you know, tens of videos a week now um, for myself and, and my businesses. So um, one of the biggest things that really made a game changer for me is the perspective of I used to think that I was speaking into a device. And when I flipped the script after watching people's YouTube videos and feeling like they were speaking to me, I kind of had this mindset shift where I started believing that this little device is somebody. And when you speak to somebody, that's ultimately really going to help change the way that you deliver a message. Now, how should you go about this? The easiest way to go about this, because I find that one of the biggest things people struggle with, again, if Somebody, you know, if somebody's going to make a video right now on how the pandemic is affecting the real estate market, they're going to blow their mind out because they're going to have all these notes from different articles and want to hit on all the topics and want to make it very perfect. So the way that I recommend doing video is imagine if a client or a friend or anybody walked into the room and said, hey, Justin how is the real estate market effect, or being affected by the pandemic? You wouldn't look at a screen and then say a couple words and then look back at your notes and then look back at Justin and say a couple more words and then back at your notes. You would say, well, Justin, from a buyer, sellers, and investors perspective, it's being affected in this, 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 and this way, right? I think it's about imagining if a client walked in and asked you the question on the topic of your video, mm -hmm. how would you say that? Because not only is that going to make you more comfortable, but you're going to actually deliver an authentic message. I shouldn't say this, but I don't really care. So I'm going to say it anyway. I've got a client and he teaches people as an expert on how to leverage video for LinkedIn. This is his job. And he teaches people how to do this. Now he asked us to, to edit my team to edit a video for him. He sent us an hour and 45 minutes of footage. The video was four and a half minutes long when it was edited, because as an expert, he would look at two lines, deliver, two lines, deliver. And it didn't seem natural because it sounded so scripted. So just imagine if somebody asked you that question, that's how you should deliver it. Um, a couple of other things that I find really works well is if you do want to deliver a powerful message that does have key topics, 
just write maybe five bullet points down on a piece of paper and be able to recollect those. Don't write a script. Don't write long sentences. Just simply have bullet points to keep you in check. And then that's going to allow you to hit on the things that you want to make an impact with, but it keeps you very natural in terms of how you're delivering it. So mm -hmm. I think those couple of things are really going to help. Um, and I also think, again, practicing and making sure that you're yourself. I think a lot of people struggle with trying to think that they need to have this certain presence online and, you know, be very professional as agents. What you're going to see is that if you're the agent that's, you know, I make all my YouTube now sitting on my couch and the reception from that has made a world of a difference because people feel like they can connect with me on a personal level whereas if you're all buttoned up with the suit and you've got the perfect look and the hair is perfect and you're in this perfect background sometimes they find that again hard to relate um again like i'm i work with nine figure entrepreneurs and i wear the same black v-neck and black hat every day because that's me but again, if people can connect with you on a real level, that's really going to help you build the like, know, and trust factor, which is really the goal with social media. And I think that's going to help. And practice the next thing. Took me a lot of time to get comfortable on it. Um, but here's quote number two of the day. Done is better than perfect. If you've got an imperfect video that's on your YouTube channel, Facebook page, Instagram page, that's doing a heck of a lot more for your business than a perfect video sitting in a Dropbox folder. So I think at the end of the day, you're going to be your harshest critic. It's okay to critique yourself, but just get it out and, and improve over time because you will become more natural as time goes on and you're, um, you know, consistently, you're consistently delivering messages. But I think just starting and getting it out there because right now seriously is the best opportunity we've had in 10 years to scale your business online. And if you miss the boat, I really think that you're going to regret not leveraging this as an opportunity to get creative with your business. Uh, I think you brought up two solid points, just in case it wasn't, isn't as clear to the audience as it is to me. One of the best things you just said was done's better than perfect and get something out versus not. I think that stops more people from getting on the phone or getting in front of a camera or asking someone out on a date or whatever it is, the, the, the illusion of perfectionism uh, stops so many people. So I, I wanna stress that again, is whether it's the phone or the camera or whatever, don't stop, don't try to be perfect, just get it good enough and get it out there. And you get another chance tomorrow, another chance tomorrow, another chance tomorrow, or another phone call in two seconds, another phone call in, in five minutes or whatever it is. Uh, so I think that's just so principle. Uh, and the other thing is, this is the stability and opportunity podcast. Stability, we've been talking about how to get stable. Opportunity, that's what we're talking about right now, is the opportunity is because attention is so high, right? And you can get out there in front of Facebook and get out there on the phone. The connect rates are higher and the pickup rates are higher and the view rates are higher. That now is a chance if you have a compelling message that's authentic, that this is your opportunity to get out there, build your relationships, build your pixels, build your targeting, build your email list, right? All the different ways, build just people's love of who you are in your community. Racer says it better than I will. Go watch the last 15 minutes of yesterday's episode, everyone, if you haven't seen it. And I feel like, boom, boom, you hit it with those two things. Take action, don't worry about perfectionism. And the, the result is gonna be, you're gonna take advantage of this opportunity. Big time, big time. And, and you know, again, I think, it can be a blessing in disguise in the sense that a lot of people 
have a lot of inefficiencies in their business and they're also kind of just bulldozing their way through the industry, right? I've never been in a good market, but if you are in a good market, then you've got deals a little easier and you can start to close those and that's kind of your priority, but don't have efficiency in terms of your budget and your schedule. And I find that's the biggest thing with most people. They're spending money on things that they don't need to. They are investing time into things that they shouldn't be. And I think right now we have an opportunity in order to take a step back, take a deep breath and start to find these inefficiencies to allow our business to grow whenever this passes, to have a better schedule, to have a better script for cold calling and door knocking that converts higher, to add a new tool. Like one of the biggest things I've been telling everybody is that if you do not come out the other end of this as a better agent with more tools in your arsenal, you failed. You, if you've always wanted to get on Instagram, now's the time. If you've always wanted to learn Facebook ads, now's the time. If you've always wanted to, you know, find a new way to prospect, now's the time. And if you don't do that and come out as a better agent after you've just had all of this time in a slower period with more time inside to collect your thoughts and build a more efficient and effective business, you just did a huge disservice to yourself. You know, let's use this moment right now between us and our audience as a perfect example, if there's any doubt about what you said, is if it wasn't for the fact that this has happened, then Red X wouldn't have said, hey, we need to put together a series for all our customers in the community and uh, audience of real estate, agents, real estate agents out there to give them something of value, which is what we're offering. We're not asking for anything. There's no like pop-up offer. You don't have to pay to watch this. This is completely, you know, on Red X's dime in our time to provide value to our audiences. And that if you're watching this right now, either live or recorded, that this is the result is now, you know, who we are a little bit more, you know, Mike a little bit more, we've built a relationship and we're doing it every single day a little bit. And so use this whole experience, Red X is, talking about to back up what Mike is saying is that when we're done and we're through this, we're going to have, we already have thousands and thousands of new people in the real estate space. Our, our direct audience following us, joining our email list, getting interested in working with us. Maybe now's not the right exact time. Maybe it is. We do have products like geo leads that are helping agents in certain markets reach out and provide messages like you're sharing. But that's not the point of this. The point is to make the connection and to do the sphere of influence work that you're talking about. Uh, Maurice wants to know, uh, what's your Instagram handle? Let's get everybody some ways to contact you. Yeah, so my Instagram handle is at Mike underscore Sherrard, S-H-E-R-R-A-R-D. Um, and I've got endless amounts of videos on my YouTube channel, which is just look up my name, Mike Sherrard, um, showing you guys how to use Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, whole nine yards. Um, again, all free content, not asking for anything. Um, you guys can go learn all of this stuff for free yourself and follow along and start to implement and try new things for your business. And I think that's what you should be doing right now is testing, trying, getting outside of your comfort zone, adding new tools to your arsenal, um, and becoming an agent with a deeper skill set than you previously were. Awesome. We're not ready to wrap yet, so don't think that was the cue to say goodbye. We've got more things to get into. Oh, thanks for putting that in there. Um, tactically, adapting things that agents already have a concept of, applying it to video and social. There's a lot of talk about virtual open houses. 
I'm yep. sure you've got some thoughts and opinions on what agents should and can do to modify the open house to the virtual open house. Can you jump into that for us? Yeah, I think it's a great way. You know, I've I've had a lot of people, whether they use things like Matterport or our Matterport experts asking me if that's something they should be doing on their listings. Personally, I kind of like this situation because what's happening is people are actually implementing things that they should have been implementing. Like as Matterport, you shouldn't have just been doing that for luxury business in the first place. You should have been doing that for every listing in the first place. Now is just a forced reminder that, hey, this is a great tool that will allow me to leverage um, in order to give my clients a service. So I think you should be leveraging things like Matterport, doing virtual open houses, doing property tours, and giving people an opportunity. Something that um, somebody in my market who I know is doing, which is kind of creative, is they're doing Facebook um, live video tours of properties. And what they're doing is they're actually asking people to comment below if there's any specific addresses that they want to see next. Mm. So now they're getting a massive list of exact leads from Facebook contact information and the exact property they're interested in, going to do a tour, reaching out to them. So ninja. It's super ninja and it's working out super well. So if you do, you know, if you're still able to act as an essential service and you're able to go into properties and and that's all good and you're safe and clean and healthy, I think it's a great way to get creative right now, show that you're listening to the people, but also, um, you know, on the back end, able to grow from it. And I think, again, it'll just show that you're innovating in a time of crisis and while others are you know, kind of falling flat and not doing a whole lot, you're getting creative and growing. Uh, I got some questions, but some thoughts. Um, we've got a team of marketers behind the scenes right now who are taking notes for everybody. And uh, one of those people is uh, our fabulous Haley. And so if she could just drop a couple of links in the, ta- in the chat for everybody who's watching this right now, we've talked before about safe showing instructions. I think that there's a list already available or at least some episodes that we have out there. I think uh Cleve Gaddis he talked about his and I'm sure David Knox talked about it in his and so if we could pop those links in the chat for everybody who wants to go take action on what Mike's saying when it when it comes to safe I think that'll be a, a great place for uh, those who are interested in that content to go next and then um as far as the details on safe showing and open houses uh walk us through the details of if you are an agent right now and had to instruct um, maybe a homeowner on allowing that. What would that look like? What would you say? How would you get in there? Yeah, great question. So, you know, similar, I think what's happening in every market, every market has instructions that are sent from the real estate board right now. So again, I don't want to tell you to do something that's not advised by your real estate board. So I strongly recommend reaching out to your local board. Um, But right now it comes down to also the homeowner's level of comfort. So you can, I, I think, again, it's just about providing value. It's saying, listen, homeowners, um, you know, here's the showing instructions and the, I guess, information presented by a real estate board. I just wanted to run this past you and see if you're comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. We still have a great opportunity to sell your house right now. We're just going to have to be a bit creative and innovative. Here's what we're thinking. We're thinking of doing a virtual tour or a Facebook Live or doing this because we have had people ask out and inquire about your property. I just want to make sure we're not overstepping your boundaries and that you're comfortable with us getting creative with this, um, as well as abiding by the rules that have been set in place. Hmm. I love that. That's a great script, or at least 
dialogue. I'm sorry, script's a bad word in today's conversation. I, I won't say it anymore. Um, once you've had like that conversation with somebody and they've said yes, because it seems like a compelling, yeah, sure, you're going to help me get it marketed or at least pre-marketed. Um, once you've got that permission, uh, whether you've got Matterport or a Facebook Live, uh, what recommendations could you get or give to our audience? Because content without viewers doesn't really do much. And so I feel like they can do the content now that you've given them some really good tips. Now, if we could talk about ways to drive eyeballs to those, the Facebook Live or a Zoom meeting or some whatever, wherever it lives, what advice would you give to uh, driving that traffic? Yeah, great, great question. So two two options. Number one is the fact that Facebook Live notifies your entire audience when you go live. So that's always, uh, you know, a benefit to the situation now. The second thing is you can promote it ahead of time. So if you've got a picture of this property, you can simply run a Facebook ad to your target demographic in your local market and say, hey, we're going live at this time on this date. If you'd like to check in and, and see the property that you otherwise won't be able to get in to show, Love to have you on. If you have any other properties that you're interested in seeing at this point in time, drop a comment below. Let me know um, what you're of interest in and how we can help get you into the properties that you want to see while everything's happening right now. So I think, again, you can promote for maybe you know three to five days in advance with a $10 budget on Facebook ads and then drive them um, to the link that you want to. If it's on a Zoom call, again, you can drive them to the Zoom link. If it's going to be simply on a Facebook Live, you might want to just use the lead generation Facebook ad marketing objective and then drive them to the listing photos, but then capture their information on the back end so that you can follow up with them. Uh, do you have a video on that maybe on your your YouTube channel that someone could follow? Because I'm, I'm getting what you're saying, but I think for some of our audience, they would probably need to see that somewhere. Or is there maybe yep. a video or I'm sure you have it somewhere. So if they just go I've to your got channel, it all there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's get Mike uh, Mike's YouTube channel link in there again if we don't already have it. And then uh, I'd love to wrap things up with just some conversations with our audience and customers. Uh, and so I know I've got a couple of other questions I didn't get answered yet. So uh, Lilo, thank you so much. I'm just scrolling right through here. And so she asks, how much do you pay for Facebook ads for them to be successful? Yeah, great question. So I think, again, you can start with any budget. I personally recommend starting with a minimum of $5 a day. If you can, you know, comfortably do it, I think $10 a day is where you should start. But again, you can still get great, great results, $5 a day. It's just the outcome is going to be, um, you know, relative to the budget that you're investing. But I think right now, if you're not focusing too much on actual specific lead generation and you're just doing things for like video views or traffic or brand awareness, that $5 a day, $10 a day is more than enough in order to um, get great results and start to build some momentum and get traction with Facebook ads. Great. Thank you. That's a wonderful answer. Uh, also, it looks like uh, Eloise was asking me what system we're using to do this training. Uh, we're using a program called Wirecast. That is a desktop-based service that then has this other add-on called Rendezvous. Uh, I think it's probably a little too much for the average user. There's a lot of technical stuff. I, Andrew's behind the scenes. We have an operator who's helping out with all this stuff. It's a pretty a robust service. And so I don't know if you need to go to that level or extreme. But I think something like Zoom would be a great way to start off. Uh, we were using BlueJeans previously to uh, this service, which allows both of those allow you to push to Facebook groups. So you could have a meeting like Mike and I are having right now that then 
is a private meeting that pushes to all a bunch of different places. Uh, Wirecast lets us push to like 100 places at once, which we don't use all of them, where that's why we chose it. But Zoom and uh, Zoom and uh, BlueJeans allow you to push to at least Facebook and a couple other places with another service if you want to look into it called LiveLeap. We actually learned that from the guys, Greg McDaniels and Matt Johnson over at uh, Real Estate Uncensored. That's their platform. So that's a much simpler, I would say, setup for anybody who's interested in doing this. Uh, let's see. Any other questions? Can you give some websites where to get some information for those topic videos? Thanks, Bob, for asking that. Where, what are some links or resources or at least some Google terms that you would offer our audience right now to start getting deep into the content? Yeah. So, you know, one thing that I like to do is I like to um, subscribe to Inman. So I find Inman News gives you some pretty good information on t in terms of relevant updates affecting the overall market that might be of interest to you and your consumers. And again, I think I hate to give these answers, but simple is better. If you just Google, you know, there's new announcements coming out every day from Trump and Trudeau about what's happening with the real estate market, whether it be a stimulus bill impact, whether it be how the jobless claims might affect real estate, just simply Google 0% mortgages. Like these would be the Google terms I would, I would uh, look up. I would look up how coronavirus is affecting the real estate market. I would look up 0% mortgages. I would look up forbearance and I would look up deferral payments on mortgages. If you look up those exact search terms on Google, you'll get articles that will specifically give you the details you're looking for. Take the written article, translate it into a video and away you go. And I would just add one more for our uh, US audience right now is there's the payment, paycheck payment, protection program, the PPP, maybe I don't have that right. That's a big thing right now that's affecting independent contractors that they never had protection like this before. So that'd be probably a, another one is the PPP or paycheck protection program. Um, let's see one last question, Mr. Mike. It's sad we got to go so soon, but uh, I ask this all the time. Um, and it's the concept of price versus value. Price is what you pay, value is what you get. I'm sure I got that from like Warren Buffett. I didn't make it up. I'm not as smart as that guy. So, uh, but I, I really love that. It helps people put things in perspective. And so in the absence of value, people default to price and usually they're trying to negotiate down, right? And people who understand the value, price is usually not a consideration. Um, so I wanna address our audience and customers on this one because uh, they have tools, they have services, they're paying for things. Like you said, you gotta really focus on the essential stuff. This is a recurring theme in every one of our um, episodes. To the, to the people who are considering slashing their budgets, uh, hopefully it's not anything Red X related, we hope it's not, um, what guidance would you give them when looking at their budgets and saying, what do I throw out and what do I keep? Yeah, great question. So I think one of the biggest things is cleaning out the stuff that you actually do not need, like subscriptions, right? If, you, if you've got an Audible subscription, but you don't actually use Audible, get rid of it. If you've got you know, different subscriptions like that, get rid of all of that lean out right now. But again, I think you have to look at risk versus reward. It's, are you getting rid of something because it's expensive or are you just not leveraging a property in order to get a return from it, right? Again, looking at things like prospecting tools, for example, let's say it's $300 a month. Well, if that $300 a month, even still during this time can either break even or make you $600 a month, you shouldn't, you know, really get rid of things like that. Again, I think 
um, understanding coaching as well. A lot of people that I run in the mastermind that I run are actually spending more money on coaching right now in order to self-improve and, and become a better person during this time. So I think look at your essentials, have lean out and find your basic needs, but also be very cautious of getting rid of things that are essential for your business that will actually either get you leads, attention, or growth over time. There you said it right there. There's the word attention. I think that's a big differentiator between this market and every other market is it was about sales, 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 and only sales for most people. You know the value of attention. Social media is all about attention. And right now it's all about attention. And um, we're starting to possibly sponsor each one of these episodes um, with the name of one of our products that matters most given to it. So I don't know what that is going to be, but I listened to what our... Um, our guest has to say. And so I think the key word here is attention. And if there's one tool that we have that will give agents ongoing perpetual ability to get attention besides Facebook, one of our tools is our GeoLeads product. And so if you're interested in that, how that works, um, I would say go to the Red X logo on the corner of this. Look for our 800 number. There it is right there. And, and call and ask about GeoLeads and how we can help you stay connected with the attention that is being begged to be tapped into in your right now using all that great content all those links all those videos you talked about and so uh, i'm sure there's some cool things that when you call that number they'll tell you more about and so uh, i think we're going to wrap right here mike this has been a fantastic fluid fantastic i said fantastic twice because it's that important um hey right uh conversation can't wait to have you back on the show again and so want to thank you for showing up want to thank uh robert pat Bob, Eloise, Dan, Lilo, Amanda, all our favorite people, Connie, for coming back to the show. We love having and seeing you here. We hope this helps fill your day in a little bit, uh, gives you some connection. I know right now you might not have many people to talk to or interact with. And so we're showing up for you guys. Connie says, thanks, Mike. If you want to say thanks to Mike, type that in there. Everybody, let's give them some, some fist pumps in the air and uh, thank you. Uh, we're going to wrap up right now with that. And so we'll see you all tomorrow with the fantastic Mr. Brian Moses. He, Tony Robbins coach, real estate coach, and former, I think, number two agent in the Coldwell Banker franchise. And so he's going to have a lot of fantastic mindset things that are going to help you overcome. If you know Tony Robbins and his content, he is a disciple. He is a practitioner, and he's going to help you unlock so much of your potential. And so, Mike, we'd love to see you on there, too, um, to have you on the show again. That's it for today, everyone. I'm Justin Zimmerman for the Stability and Opportunity Podcast. Looking forward to seeing you all tomorrow.